I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfathers was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory, a podcast solely focused on amplifying Black and Indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. It's just one of them days. Oh, wait. I totally came. Just I totally brought it in wrong. Don't take it personal. Hey. I don't know why I'm blanking on the words. Uh, I literally just heard this song not too long ago. Don't want to be all alone. I just want to be all alone. There you go. Yeah. It feels like one of those days today because it's like rainy over here. You got to take some time out to think things through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Take some time out to think things through. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, girl, me too. Give me a moment. I'm in love with you. I understand. Whatever. But yeah. <laughs> she sang her heart out. Yes. She was young. Like, all right, what's yeah. this 14 year old going through? <laughs> Thank you. Not that she was 14, but still, I'm pretty she sure was she was young. like 14 or 15. She was young. Tiny, tiny. Yes. Uh, that one, and before you walk out my life, uh, like I same era. Uh, that song, just like, uh, every time I hear that one. Um, yeah, again, it's like, what were you going through? Like, you know, laying your heart on the line for this person oh, before you yes. walk out of my life. Like, you know, here's all my my heartfelt words. I'm like, dang, girl. Mm-hmm. So you mean like going to the next class? Like <laughs> <laughs> going to the next grade? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what do you mean? <laughs> oh man, uh, we still got school together. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just tiny um. babies. Yes. So what's up, Buttercup? What have yes. you been up to? What's been going on? Uh, what is up with... Well, one thing that is up are the uh, listens on our Quantum Theory uh, podcast episodes, which is pretty awesome. Uh, yes. And it's been great to be one of the people who have been streaming us lately. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I had a long road trip yesterday. I went down to Kamei from Spokane. Uh, so Ooh, that drive yeah. itself, about three hours and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the way back, I had a couple stops through Lapway before coming back. So it extended out the trip a little bit. Anyways, mm-hmm. I was able to listen to a good chunk of our episodes. Because uh, again, I haven't really listened to them in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, being on the road, I was like, all right. Got to catch up on some of the stuff from like July and August. Uh, yeah, I think that's where I ended up. So not yet quite into our our September epi- episodes. Uh, yeah, it was fun going back and being like, I forgot we did these things this year. Uh, yeah, like the the way that like life has been so busy as of late. Uh, and you know, just, that's just always how a year goes. You're like, oh yeah, I forgot I was doing these things only two mm-hmm. months ago, three months ago. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was great to uh, catch up on some of the stuff that we talked about for for late July and all through August. And uh, yeah, again, kind of like one, check up on ourselves and then two, catch those those tidbits that come through, those small gifts, uh, gift, not like G-I-F-S, like moving parts yet, like gift presence. Um, yes. Yeah. Giftus of the, the, the spoken word <laughs> that mm. comes out in some of our conversation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Time does go by very fast. I feel like I blink and it's been like two weeks. I'm like, dang. <laughs> and all my customers know this because they're like, girl, it's been two weeks. Where's my item? And I'll be like, oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> time goes by so quickly especially when you're so busy it's like when you you have so much going on it's like you know you're just trying to keep up yourself so yes (laughs) being able to kind of kick back and reminisce a little bit I think makes things I don't know I guess in a way I feel like almost reminiscing makes you feel more present like looking back Mm. can sometimes make you feel more present if that makes sense to where it's like, oh, wow, it's been a little bit of a journey. But so let me go ahead and, you know, feel this out for a second and appreciate yeah. myself for a second. So kudos Heck to yeah. you. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, thanks. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> I, thanks. I got to drive and, and listen to us. No, yeah, no, it was it was great. Uh, yeah. And similarly, I saw so I was making the trip uh, to attend some services, um, funeral services. Uh, and so, yeah, kind of like you're talking about, you know, it's always those moments when you're in those areas or, you know, um, and whatnot, where you refocus on present, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my family's here. My people are here. You know, the fact that we can just say ourselves, we are here, you know, like we're breathing right now. We are yeah. alive and well and together. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those check-in points to like, again, give thanks and to really honor uh the power of life and being present mm-hmm. uh, so yeah as as sad as the occasions always are it does mm-hmm. always have kind of like that really nice rejuvenating factor you know that reminder of like the power of presence you know like you say your your old your old mantra mm-hmm. uh, or the power of being present i can't remember one of the two there's so much power in being present i think that yeah as much as those moments can be heartfelt and heartbreaking in a lot of senses i think it's all depends what you get out of it i think the right people learn and adjust whether it's you know self-actualization or you know their families i think those are the perfect moments to really look back they're not look back but like to look into your present self and see, okay, what can be adjusted based on the feelings and the emotions that I'm having right now, which I guess are all about being, it's all about that, that that's being present is really realizing those emotions and what direction, you know, you want to go in from there because of this emotion and what you're feeling. So those are mandatory and it's very easy to kind of slip away from that when you're just in go, go, go mode. So being able to kind of, kind of do that is huge. Okay. Um, cool thing that this sounds really weird saying oh it was so cool yeah uh one thing that i did enjoy about well i mean i enjoyed many things yet one thing that really stood out uh 
in, you know, it was in the cemetery. Uh, mm-hmm. was, that is an old family cemetery, or I guess old cemetery up in Kamiai, mm-hmm. um, where my maternal grandmother's family is from. My maternal mm-hmm. grandmother was actually born in Kamiai itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then being there in the cemetery and like seeing the the graves of, or, you know, the, the spots, the headstones um, of ancestors, you know, some that we discuss so much in our family, um, mm-hmm. you know, like my great, great grandma and her kids. And then my great, great, great grandfather and, you know, their kids and even further back. Um, that was in those really old style, like headstone gravestones, mm-hmm. you know, uh, is the like white ones. Yeah. <laughs> the tall yes. skinny. Those, yes. With like where it's like carved in. Yeah. It almost looks uh, marble. Uh-huh. And it has, well, then, then that was a kind of part of the problem is that like, then there's like moss kind of growing on them. Yeah. Yeah. And it covers up some of the, the letters the names, and words yeah. that we were like, we we're trying to clean them off. Uh, mm-hmm. yet to like see you know like oh this is you know back 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 you know four five six generations you know where you're like in those like early 1800 numbers mid 1800 numbers yeah uh, where you're like dang this is our family like all right here mm-hmm. um that was really it was really powerful uh because I haven't been there since uh, like Memorial Day when I was probably like a teenager because my gram goes up there all the time, mm-hmm. you know, because her family so uh, goes up there Memorial Day and cleans grave up there. Uh, yeah, I haven't accompanied her in such a long time, uh, so it's it's been a while since I've been in that area, uh, and so then it was really cool there being being there as an adult and being like more aware of our family history and you know the, the lineages and the importance of it. And then being there with the actual spots of these people that like I reference in my life and other ways, I was like, dang, it's, I don't know. And then, and, you know, then discovering more around them being like, oh, these are relatives too that I don't even really know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I don't know, it was really powerful. Yeah. And the best thing to do is to be there with that grandparent. So like my maternal grandfather his family is from states so like all of like their graves are up there and they're all like the real well not all of them but um like where his mother and his father and some of his some of his sisters are buried they're up on like on their land but a lot of the gravestones are older you know and proceeding from his parents as well so it's really cool for to be up there and for him to explain who they are and where we come from and just those little facts and details or little stories that accompany those names so it's really cool being up there with the grandparents but then speaking of that as well because I had a family reunion last weekend in Gretna Virginia and so that's where my grand my paternal grandmother is from and it was the same thing like she, we, we went to church where, you know, the, her home church really of where she grew up going to church when she, you know, was younger. And so the church is still there and they do still, still have service and everything. And so, but there's a grave site behind the church. And so everyone was like, oh, let's go check out the graves before we leave. And so it was really, really cool. Cause like I was saying, my grandma comes from a big family. There's like 13 of them between the, amongst the brothers and sisters. And she's like the baby, she's the youngest one. Wow. And so we were able to see like her parents, 
graves, her siblings, her nieces, her nephews. She has thousands of nieces and nephews. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it was, and she was there to explain it all. And that was the most beautiful part is just, you know, hearing where you come from and who you come from. And um, it was just really cool. And so like on my dad's side, that's my black side. So, you know, obviously we don't have you know, black people in general, we can only go so, so far back. The most we can get back is probably like six, seven, I don't even know about six, seven generations, but you know, we can only get so far back. Basically. It really depends on how much, how much work and research you do, but, um, we have ancestry, me and my aunt have ancestry. And so it was really surreal to like, you know, see these names and, you know, we found these names. Well, she did most of the work. So she found these <laughs> names and, you know, seeing the grave sites in front of us was just like, whoa. And then being able to um, have my grandmother there as well to explain, you know, mm -hmm. who those, who these people are or how we're affiliate, affiliated with them was, was really, really cool. And then even seeing the land um, and how far back it went. So like my, cousins I guess um it's so different that's why I struggle with like labeling because <laughs> native families and you know black families we categorize you know we have first second third cousins and it's just it's so hard to keep up with but um but yeah so my cousin um she was showing us like the land and how far back it went and then she had histories of the land too so it was just all really really cool and you know I'm a little history buff so it was nice to just you know learn about those things I think that was the the highlight of the trip and on top of that seeing like it was a letter written by one of my family's masters freeing her so it was just it was crazy like just getting just seeing just seeing and seeing and hearing about so much within our family was was really really cool but again you know if you have your grandparents you know cherish them because they're walking history books especially when it comes to your own family it's it's one of the coolest things to be able to talk to them about but yeah similar experience wow. yeah seriously yeah my grandmother is the eldest sibling of yeah of, of, of her siblings mm -hmm. uh, and now the last remaining sibling mm. of her siblings uh and so yeah i mean all of what you said you know it's just like all the the history and knowledge that is just held there and it's so wild because yeah like she took a moment after the services when we were like trying to like you know get everyone to go over to the next place uh and uh then you know then she started talking and then like my first inclination is just like oh I want to like record this you know like I want to get my phone yep. out and yep. like record it and and I didn't in the moment uh, uh and you know because I was like ah it's okay just like just be here yeah mm -hmm. then it's like oh but I, I do know, that all the time exactly. with my grandmother. And like, yeah. I don't do it to make, oh, and I don't like hold my phone to her face. Mm -hmm. But you know, if my phone just sitting there, I'll just go into my voice memos and it hit record. Open like, it up, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll just title it whatever she was talking about. Like she was, my grandmother has never talked like about racism growing up. Like I never, it was always something I wondered about, but I didn't know if it was something that was fragile. Uh -huh. And so she was basically speaking. She just fell upon it as we were like driving through where she grew up. And so my phone was literally just next to me, you know, didn't look any different. I just hit record and turned it back over and put it down. And, 
you know, stopped it. So I do that yeah. too, even with my grandfather too, when he's telling stories, it's just, man, I'm really going to cherish these later. Yeah. You know, so it's just good to have them. Well, it's wild because my gram, I, I've mentioned this before, like my gram can talk for, you know, so much, so long, you know, like we'll mm-hmm. have a conversation between us and I'll have two sentences and she'll have the other 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a, com- <laughs> that's a balanced conversation for the two of us. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and it's funny because like, we'll literally be talking about like eggs and toast. Um, <laughs> and then it'll go into like this full family breakdown. And then into, we used to do this into the land was over here. And then these were the families and to, you know, it, it just branches all the way around and then she'll come back and she's like, Oh yeah. So anyways, uh, I was talking about that because they had chicken. So we used to get the eggs like this, you know, it'll, it'll go all these places. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's all this information that like, it was so powerful to hear. Uh, And, and because it just felt like a casual conversation up front, which it was, Mm -hmm. uh, then it turned into like deep history. Uh, I'm always like, no, like all that stuff was so golden. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know, maybe, you know what, this is actually gives me inspiration to like potentially even just like have like a hand signal or something with my gram. So I don't have to cut her off, mm-hmm. you know, like just sit down and be like, all right, gram, do I have your permission at points when we have these conversations to like, just hit record and like, you know, this will be the gesture, you know, yeah. like, like a swipe across the forehead or like a, a double tap with the hand or I don't know. Uh, I know, so I, I don't feel, like kill your always, momentum. Yeah. Uh, I always feel so sneaky, but I'm like, whatever. It's just for my own personal files. <laughs> yeah. For real. Uh, Cause yeah, there's like, there's so much that can come out simply just by talking. Yeah. I might, me and my great grandmother, Nancy Half Moon, when I was a kid, I used to go over to her house, her little greenhouse. And I would just hang out with her for like, an hour or so and just talk to her. And so one thing I wish, you know, we didn't have smartphones back then. I think we just barely got like our flip phones and stuff, but I'm like, man, I wish I had that opportunity to just sit there and record. Cause I would ask her questions. Cause for example, like yellow wolf, her and yellow wolf used to visit all the time. And so like, I would ask her about that, like, Oh, so, you know, what was it like, you know, interacting with, with yellow wolf or what would you guys do or talk about? And she would tell me everything. Like I would ask questions to actually like learn about her life or learn about our family. And it just sucks now because it's like, that was, I was so young. I was probably like 10 to 12 within that age range. And I don't remember anything now, you know, there isn't much that I remember from talking to her. And I'm like, man, if I had these, this would have been amazing and so you know I kind of think back on that and I'm like man I really want to be able to have you know those stories that way I can tell my kids and you know so mm-hmm. so yeah yeah oh my gosh wow Powerful and I don't want to regret anything either that's the thing too is like right now I mean I don't have any regrets necessarily but it's just I wish I had something to record with or even my grandmother Chloe Halfmoon like she her language I mean both of them they used to talk in this person all the the time and so I wished I always sat down with my grandmother and asked her more about the language or even seeing her on a weekly basis so I can just naturally kind of pick that up and 
be more ingrained in our language. And it was something I didn't do. It's like, you're always too busy to do this, or you'll say next time, or you're push it off. And then you lose that chance to really sit down and talk, talk with your elders. So mm-hmm. um, those are, those are important moments. And even, even if you don't record them, or even if you don't write them down, it's just that feeling of being around them. That's the most important as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the age old tradition of, you know, oral, oral passing down of knowledge, you know, that comes from literally just sitting down and talking to people and, Mm. or sitting down and listening to people talk. Um, I got some medicines from, um, auntie and, uh, and uncle yesterday. And yeah, then, uh, when, uh, uncle was like giving me medicine is me and, uh, uh, one of my other cousins there. And then he like busted into some other stories. You know, at first he was just kind of talking about like, this is how you want to treat this medicine. This is how you want to use it. Uh, these are the benefits. Um, and then it, you know, it naturally branches into then different stories. And then, oh, this elder, this elder, this elder told me this. Mm-hmm. These elders over here told me this. And then it's like all this knowledge out of nowhere, you know? And it was kind of crazy. Cause then it's just like me and my younger cousin were like, dang, we're getting like this master class right now on, on these different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and how it literally is just like sitting down. And I physically made that choice. Uh, cause I saw my uncle kind of sitting down and I was going to like stay on my feet. Cause I was like trying to get back to Spokane. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just going to like stand there and I was like, no, let me like take a step over and just sit down. Uh, and so I did, I, I just went and I physically just like put myself down as well. And then it allowed for that. Uh, so, you know, there wasn't like this, like feeling of like, oh, oppress or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, I got to get out of here. Um, and so, yeah, and in that, then it just like, it turned into, like I said, like this mini like master class, And then we learned a few things about, you know, medicine, song, uh, language, pipe tradition, uh, you know, like all these different things that it branched out into simply by like sitting down and spending time with elders and and visiting. And, you know, I didn't really have to ask many questions. I think the only question I asked was like, oh, how, how would I, how would I use this medicine? Like in my daily life, that was mm-hmm. just like the catalyst. And then from there, everything else was just like, boom, 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 boom. Uh, so yeah, like the power of the oral tradition itself, you know? Yeah. For sure. I know it's, I long, I long for, I long for a time that I didn't even really get to experience yet. Uh, the like visiting, I don't know. Do do like people say visiting Hella in your family? Like, Oh, I I got Mm -hmm. to visit with this person or, Oh, so we didn't get to visit more. Oh Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant literally visiting Hella. And I was like, no, they don't oh. use it. <laughs> Got it. Uh yeah. But um, yeah, yeah they, I was down there visiting with them. hmm Yeah. And like the power of visiting, because like, you know, even my like my mom's generation, so like not even like up two generations yet, just one generation, especially with my grandma's generation. Yeah, even one, like my uncles and whatnot, you know, they talk about that, like, oh, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Every Saturday and Sunday, we went to everyone's houses. And we visited, you know, we went to grandpa's house and we went over to auntie's house and we went over, you know, like you made the rounds and you would sit down and visit with people, Mm -hmm. uh, catch up on their weeks, talk about all the things. Uh, And, you know, now, now we have like eternal, 
yet fully disconnected visiting because social media, you know, so yeah, it's like we exactly. feel as though we're we're spending time with people. Yeah, we're not really. Um, yeah, like I, I long for that where it's like, yeah, just like being able to like, all right, I'm going to this person's house and I'll be there for the next few hours. Yeah. And then I'll go to this person's house and I'll be there for the next few hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just sit and we talk. Uh, and yeah, just like wanting to restore that more. Like, I, I mean, I kind of do it on my own. Luckily, I get to like have that freedom when I say when I go to Lapway, like I'll just I'll show up in my auntie and uncle's house and I'll sit around with them for a few hours. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go up to my grams and I'll, you know, so like I kind of make it just my own thing now. Yeah. Uh, yet for it to be like that overarching practice or mannerism for all of us, you know, where it's like the sense of community and, and like being able to like sit down and like really engage with one another. Uh, yeah it doesn't happen too much too often people I feel like get just get I mean I'm guilty of this too to where you just get caught up in a lot of things or you got a lot of stuff going on but I always try to make time to do that like regardless like when I'm at home like when I am back in Lapway like one of the things I love doing is family dinners like okay well we all pick a day and this is what we're doing for the day. And we do, we spend the whole day. Like I think the last one we had, which was a long time ago was a brunch. I was like, let's do a brunch. So no, we did brunch about 11 o'clock and we just hung out and we talk and we play games and we just hang out for the day. You know, run around with the kids, um, mostly me. I'm just, <laughs> I'll always get lost with the kids. Like I'll just go play with them. Like that's medicine to me, like my family and especially like my little brothers and sisters. I just love being around them. And then same thing over here. Like I always try to go stay with my grandma for, you know, at least a week or just hang out. You have to like, for me, that's like my joy is like just being around family. And that's one time that's like, that's a set of time I'll just never regret. Like, I'll never feel like, man, I should have just stayed home and did this, did this, did this. Cause even if we're not doing anything, but we're around each other, like, I, I really, it, like, I really love that. So family, family's key. Okay. Which you got to spend a great amount of time with your family. Were there like uh cool standout moments that came from your reunion this past weekend? Um, I think there's the standout was just us driving around. And, you know, seeing these landmarks and talking, like, like hearing my grandmother talk and hearing, just hearing everything that, you know, she did growing up or what was once, what was once ours and, you know, how much land we had or whatever. I think that was just the highlight. Just, I like that stuff. And it was like a big open, like Gretna, we were in the country, like we we're in the country of Virginia. And it reminded <laughs> me of a res, like my aunt was like, I could never live here. But to me, I'm like, this just seems like another res. I mean, not our res specifically, but I've seen other reservations to where everything's just really spread out or they'll have trees or whatever. It's just super spread out. But, but I just, I really like just being down there and kind of learning that kind of a thing. Um, but otherwise it was cool. Like, it was a weekend. And so everyone kind of pulled in on Friday and then Saturday was the day we like hung out and it made this announcement announcement, like don't be on your phones unless you have like a call that you have to take, like meet new people, meet new people in your family. And so like we, we were there for like good chunk of the day. And then Sundays when we did church and that's when we did like the whole, you know, drive around, but, but it was cool. It was my first one in a long time. I think the last one I probably was at, like I mentioned, was like when I was a kid, 
running around don't know who i'm talking to your parents are all here this is so and so this is your cut like okay like you know yeah. let me go play with my favorite cousin like, <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it was cool it was really it was cool um but yeah i think the highlight was just just learning that was my highlight so right. as soon as we got back and I like totally just checked out, I finally used automated emails and like, I never would do that. I never used to do that. Like, doing it to her. I'm out of the office. Don't ask me for nothing until I get back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, um, once we got back, then it was indigenous people's day. So it was the Sunday and then the Monday yes. I didn't get on social media. Really. I was like, I'm, you know, totally just investing in my indigeneity and I'm just, doing nothing. <laughs> so, yes. so I actually still hung out with my family, um, that Monday and then came back on Tuesday and then work kind of just picked back up. So I, I feel like I've been a day behind all week today. Like I literally thought today was Wednesday, so, <laughs> but, um, that was just kind of, that's been the flow of my, of, of the past week. So it's been, it's been really good. And so next weekend I will be back home in Lafway experiencing my mom's side of the family again, even though I feel like I was just there, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm coming back again. Oh, so yeah, you just made your 40 hour trip. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, so then I'll be going on to that. So so yeah, it's it's been a good week, and I'm looking forward to the coming weeks. I'm gonna go check out a HU game this weekend. It's their homecoming. Okay. Yeah, so I'll go see a Howard football game, and it's kind of chill out. I'm trying to find balance a little bit, and I was like, well, I want to go do something that you know I want to do. So yes. <laughs> so it's been it's been good. Definitely not Howard yet. Uh, I was watching uh, a little bit of Drumline. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love <laughs> that movie. That, they're like one of the reasons, like I watched that growing up, I was like, I'm going to an HBCU. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it looks like so much fun. Such a good time. Yeah. Uh, definitely didn't turn out that way. I actually went to nope. a... Uh, <laughs> what are they called? Um Junior college, uh, PWCI, <laughs> like predominantly white college and institution, oh. <laughs> something like that. I, there's like a little acronym. There's that a ner- I saw. Yeah, I don't know. I saw it just the other day, or like I don't know. Within the last year, I saw it. Um, somebody was like, "Yeah, I went to a da 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 da," and I was like, "There's acronyms for mean? everything." Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, you, you know how you can like stare at an acronym for a while and then be like, oh, actually, I think I get it.'" I feel like you almost don't even need that acronym. Like, I feel like if you go to an all-native school, okay, acronym for that. Or like black school, acronym for that. Everything else is already predominantly white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, thank we you. We live in that age now. Yeah, yes. I can't uh, anyways, Yes, went to a, a predominantly white uh, institution. Uh, that de- It was like the complete opposite and it was a, a catholic school on top of that dang Lord. <laughs> i know <laughs> just the complete opposite mm-hmm. uh shoot that college didn't even allow like women to attend until like the 1970s dang i know <laughs> real predominant <laughs> <laughs> just like that real staunch uh, yeah white male elitist uh type of university and that's where i ended up going mm. that's you know whatever I know. i've always wanted to go to hbcu because like i grew up like watching a different world and then obviously like drumline um what else was i been watching it was just like 
that was my goal. I was like, I'm going to college. Like I was excited for college because I was watching all those things. And then of course you just, you know, you go through high school and things just naturally change. (laughs) And so I went to Haskell for like the first, I think it was like the first year and a half. I took a semester off and then I went after high school and then I jumped into Haskell, into Nations University. And then I did Fort Lewis College. And then I was like, all right, I just want to finish. And then I went to LCSC. But like low-key, I've been thinking, I'm like, man, it'd be cool to like go back to school now that I like to learn. <laughs> you know, it's a whole different <laughs> yeah. actually like to learn something. But then nice. you think about how much it costs. I'm like, mm, I'll be all right. Like, I can go, I can, yeah. I'll get a few more books. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but, like yeah. definitely want to continue uh, or do continued education, uh, you know, past my bachelor's. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, I want to get paid for it though, you know, cause Seriously. the last time going into debt, it's like, no, I want everything paid for. Plus like that little bit off the top or like over the top. That's mm-hmm. like, and here's some extra money to do it. Yeah. Uh, that's the so one thing I'm proud of. I didn't have any loans. <laughs> oh, go off. Yes. I was like, loans? Nah, I'm good. But maybe that's why I haven't went to an HP. <laughs> no, uh, makes sense. Which again, you know, uh, still manifesting ease and uh, you know any type of uh, support that comes through. Yeah, yeah. My dad and both my aunts went to HBCUs. Like da- okay. my dad went to A and T, so he's at North okay. Carolina A and T. And then my other aunt went to Bennett, which is literally right across the street from A and T. That's all girls' school. And then my other aunt went to Howard. So they were all at HBCUs. So I thought that was really cool, but, but yeah. Okay. So that's fun. That'll be Friday. You said. Yeah. The game. Yeah. That'll be Friday. So I'm check that out. It's their homecoming. So there's probably going to be a bunch of like parties and get togethers and tailgating and just black excellence and energies, <laughs> energy yes. on energy is going to be. Yes. So that's why I was like, well, I just want to pop in and see what it's like, but heck but yeah. yeah. What do you have coming for the upcoming? Oh, you have a show this that Sunday. I do. That I do. I'm definitely going to be at next week. So hopefully that doesn't get canceled. Are you going to? Okay, you gave me a look. So I guess we'll talk about it later. Yes, we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because I'm Are you excited? Sure it's, it's not happening one? anymore. Um, so <gasps> actually, so I opened on Monday on Indigenous People's Day. I had my first two shows. Yeah, okay. Um, Dang, so, I don't know why I was thinking Sunday was your first one. I totally should have like texted you. I did not know that. Okay, no I want to hear it all. I want to hear yes. it all. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. No, <laughs> that, that, yes, yeah, so that's the big thing. Uh, so um, I performed uh, a one-person show called According to Coyote. It was written uh, and uh, originally acted in by John Kaufman, a Nespers playwright and actor uh, back in the late 1980s. And then after uh, John's passing in 1990, uh, one of his siblings, Carlotta Kaufman, took on the role. And then the show itself, according to Coyote, has been performed by different theater groups uh, across the country over the last few decades. Uh, Anyways, one of John Kaufman's nieces, Josephine Keefe, uh, who is also uh, affiliated with Spokane Ensemble Theater, uh, uh, picked the show back up and and chose to direct it and cast me as uh, Coyote. 
uh, in the show. So it is a one person show where I play their narrator uh, as well as the trickster figure coyote known to many plateau tribes, uh, as well as the many different characters that fall within the full narrative of the story. It's an anthology of old legends uh, told in a fun and interesting way to give you an entire full arcing narrative um, of Coyote's growth, uh, of Coyote's purpose on Earth and uh, Coyote's growth uh, as it comes to establish the human world that we live in today. So yes, I got to premiere the show on Indigenous Peoples Day here uh, in the original territory ter territories of the Spokane, Kootenai, and Coeur d'Alene people, uh, present-day understandings of Spokane, Washington, right by the falls. That's actually low-key. The thing that excited me the most was that the venue was near, um, you know, the in 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 the movie Smoke mm -hmm. Signals, the the blue uh, the blue bridge that's there. When mm -hmm. you know they like have their Spokane memories in that movie. Uh, yeah. It was right by that blue bridge. Um, and so it felt like really cool. Cause I was like, oh, I remember like watching that blue bridge in the movie when I was a kid. And now here I am performing near that blue bridge um, as an adult actor myself, or as an actor that is an adult, nay, not adult actor. Gotta be careful there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was really cool. Uh, so the shows went well. Um, there is a, a 11 o'clock matinee and a 6.30 p.m. Uh, primetime evening show. Uh, lots of great people came. Uh, thank you to everyone who traveled up from the surrounding area or traveled in from the surrounding areas to check it out. There were a lot of familiar faces in the audience. I didn't get to interact with everyone, uh, yet it was fun getting to interact with the people who uh, did stay behind and, and talk. Um, and one thing that really warmed my heart was that my grandparents were there for the first show, sitting like right in the front row, uh, along with like some of my younger cousins who were, you know, under the age of five, six. So like there was like kids that sat in the front as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was like this whole mix of generations of being able to uh, perform and share these stories with people of, of varying ages and to have them all uh, there in one space was really great. So definitely had a great time premiering the show. Uh, and then I have a, another performance of the play this Sunday at the Northwest Museum of Arts and Culture here in Spokane uh, at 2 p.m. Uh, so this episode will go out. So that'll give people like two days. If you do want to come in, if you're in the area and you do catch this episode, in time and you do want to come check it out uh sunday at the northwest museum of arts and culture uh 2 p.m you can check out tickets on at, at spokaneensemblethater.com uh and yeah i'm looking forward to that because uh there'll be more family that's coming up for that uh and friends coming into town uh and then whoever else um you know because that, that that was a cool thing too i was like dang there's a lot of there's a lot of people here that you know, I, you know how like you kind of like expect your people to be around. Yeah. And then you don't know who else. Mm -hmm. uh, yet there was a lot of who else. Uh, so <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. I was like, come on, who else? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it made for. Uh, you got the something else's and the who else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, down for the who else uh, showing up because, yeah, it's pretty awesome. 
yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm glad it went really, really, really well. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I had my, my first, uh, you know, big Mariah Carey moments where I was like, oh, I got to be on vocal rest. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel the vocal fatigue. I was like, I need my tea with my honey. Uh, you got the you know? sunglasses on in the robe. Pinkies <laughs> up. Like. <laughs> Uh, what does it feel like though like the whole experience because obviously you've been working so hard to you know execute the show so what did it feel like afterward and you know what was your mind like going into the next one um what's strange is that I actually had my emotional surge at the tech rehearsal prior to the performances um because you know I was there with like the full lighting full set and full costume. And it was the first time, uh, you know, hours before I was about to debut the show, the first time that all the things had come together, all the different uh, factors were were coming together. Uh, and it, it just like, it shook me because I was like, mm-hmm. I've been studying this script for the past few months. Mm-hmm. Um, again, because I knew like, it's a one person show, Kells. So only you're up there. So you are the only person responsible for knowing all of these words and actions. So you better get on it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I started my studying a long time ago uh, to have the script down. Uh, And so, yeah, to go from, you know, like going on my daily hikes here out uh, in in the Spokane area. And like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to concentrate on learning these two paragraphs today or these five paragraphs. And, you know, while I go on my hike, I'll just keep reciting these paragraphs over and over and over and then building on that and building on that. So for it to go from like those bare bones interaction or like uh, engagements that I had up top to then now being this full production with like a full team that's there supporting me with lights and sound uh, and character notes and guidance, you know, like with the the direction and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is here. Yeah. Uh, so that was like the biggest swell of emotion. Then uh, on the other side, uh, I just had fun. Really, it. I I went from rehearsals only like in my rehearsals there would be like three to five people around, um, and and they're not really there as audience members. They're there as like critical eyes and or technical eyes. You know, like oh, these are the technical elements that we're going to put in or. You know, we're watching you shape the story, Kellen, and we want to help guide it in this way. Mm-hmm. So then to be there with people who were fully blank slate, you know, just there to be entertained, it made for an entire new energy in the show where, you know, I would deliver a certain line and then it would get a reaction. And I was like, oh, I've never gotten <laughs> reactions here, you know, so then it, yeah. different things. It was like, oh, yeah, this is it's more than just a like a text. It is like a living, breathing story. And so then people encountering it for the first time obviously have reactions to it, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was kind of cool because or it it was very cool. It made a complete, it just added a completely new life uh, to this entire experience where, yeah, like I'm I'm used to performing, yet I haven't gotten the part where like I do the performance and then something comes back to me, Mm -hmm. you know? Ha, 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 like a laugh or a cry yeah. or a gasp or a, you know, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's right. There's human emotion involved. In <laughs> uh, so it was really cool. And then again, for there to be like so many, they, what they did is they, they set up the seats 
Uh, so everyone sat down and then they invited all the younger kids to come and sit in front uh, on the floor. Mm-hmm. So then basically it just became like a story circle with the kids. Uh, and then like, you know, a lot of adults in the back yeah, uh, or not in the back yet, you know, just like behind that behind them, three yeah. kids. And so then it, that made it even cooler because then it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm, you're, you're engaging these young minds, <laughs> young minds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so then it makes you move a little bit different or like, you know, like, let me, like, especially in the second show, I really felt it where I was like, there's moments where it's like, it's kind of like, it's just you and us, or it's just, it's, it's like, it's me, it's me and you guys, you know, it's, it's just mm-hmm. us and everyone else can listen, you know? Yeah. It's like, this is, this is for us, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so it, it really just like breathed a new life into how the show is delivered. And, and I really just felt so honored to be able to, to carry it out. Yeah, for sure. I was thinking, um, do you ever see like, I guess like any of those shows to where like, it's their first time on stage and then they get a reaction and they just kind of look like, oh, y'all are literally listening. And then they'd be super dramatic into the next, just saying the same line or going into the next line. I know like Martin did it on his show with um, Word on the Street when he like took over the show and was you know, he said something. He's like, you got to be friends first. And everybody starts clapping. And he's just like looking around like, I said, you got to be friends first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have to see the episode. But um, but yeah, I bet having a reaction was totally, you know, it's startling. But at the same time, it's, it's you know, gives you butterflies. You know, it's all the emotions wrapped into one. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's really it, was, it was very much that. It was very much that. Uh, I was watching a lot of... Uh, I was finishing up living single in the last few weeks too. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking right now? What's Obi's, uh, wife and girlfriend's name. Um, and great. Now I just blank Sinclair. I, Sinclair. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you know, and how she had her acting thing throughout the show. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then when she did get to act later on in the, in the later seasons, it was very much just exactly what you're talking about where she would did so, do something. And then the, the audience would be like, Ooh, and then she would like lean into it more yeah. and then lean into it more. Uh, it was very much that. Uh, and, and so it's funny watching that because I was like, huh, uh, just kind of think I was like, man, I was like, I'm about to be on stage here soon. And then for it to actually happen, some of those moments where it's like, yeah. this is like, oh, I'll lean into it more then <laughs> and lean into it more. Uh, yeah. She had a couple of those moments, like <laughs> yeah. the Russian candle maker or whatever that one was. <laughs> yeah. And then the one where she's like in the play and some she's messing around with some dead guy. Or, I don't know, like yes. she had multiple of those moments. But that was actually kind of beautiful in a sense too, just thinking about that show and seeing her growth. You know, this is what I wanted. And people didn't like her, you know? A lot of the directors mm-hmm. didn't like, she's like, well, I'm an actress. Like, I'm going to keep going. And, you know, to see her blossom and bloom throughout the show was really beautiful. But, um, yeah. But yeah. To the point where they were stealing her stuff at the end. Yeah, exactly. You know? The Russian candle maker one. <laughs> exactly. Yep, exactly. That very, that very same reference. And then, yeah, in the end, her really getting her flowers like, oh, we want to bring you in for this. You know, mm-hmm. we we need you. We're actually going to rewrite the entire thing for you because you're yeah. so brilliant. Really good um, show. Yeah, love that growth. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to performing again this Sunday. It's a completely different venue. I have rehearsals here in the next few days to go get acquainted with the space. I did have one rehearsal there last week. It 
is kind of a sound suck <laughs> in that like it's <laughs> I mean... it's, a, it's an outdoor venue so like okay they, like I have to project yeah in a theater anyways say it from your chest yeah I really gotta say it say it uh, <laughs> I got yeah it's it's and that's one thing that like it got me that's one thing that like shook me low-key in my performances was that like the the place that I was in it had really great acoustics and so it, like the sound reverberated yeah, that's when there was nobody in there. So once yeah, it filled with true. bodies, then all of that sound was just like mm-hmm. fucked out. So then I had to project even more. And then uh, I had to like, I have a couple songs in the show. So then, you know, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I am like kind of out of breath and having to sing. And then on top of that, having to sing even more, project it out even more. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like, it was kind of like, it was kind of a shock on my body being like, Oh, where are you pulling this from? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It has to go girl. Cause everyone is looking at you. So yeah. figure it out right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the air that you need. And the anxiety. You like <laughs> yeah. this, this, the show must go on. It's literally going on right now. So figure it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was, that was kind of crazy. So I'm, uh, not nervous for this weekend yet. I know going in that uh, it's going to be uh, a bit more of a physical challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet, uh, you got it. Yeah, exactly. The, these it, are the the challenge for now of Trinell original. <laughs> you got Thank it. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, these are, these are the training grounds. Uh, so that you know, as the show continues and goes on, you know, I have these experiences and I have this pull. You know, I'm I'm developing these muscles. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're only getting better. You know, you can't exactly. go backwards from here. There's better this. Not. Was, <laughs> <laughs> there's this meme, and I, it's a, it, I haven't seen it in a while, but it was like, um, not a meme. I guess it'd be a meme. You know, those little quotes and stuff. But it was like, remember who the fuck you are. Like it was just that. It was a statement, and I'm like, dang, yes, because it's like we get so caught up, caught up in ourselves and what we don't know how to do, but we don't realize the opportunity we have to learn something new, you know, and get uncomfortable. You know, we're looking behind us as opposed to in front of us, you know, and what could potentially be there. So, um, so you got it, you got it. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm. I, I mean, I know it's outside, but I'm sure you'll. I'm sure you got it. You got it. You got voice. Yeah, I mean, just well, be, keep you. tea on deck, you know, throat lodge and jerks. <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, and that's why it was so important for me to grab those medicines for my auntie and my uncle. Because I was like, oh, I got this performance coming up. I was like, give me all the natural things that, you know, will help me out. Uh, mm-hmm. All the ancestral uh, goodness that comes from the land. I will take it all because anything and everything to help me, I am down for yeah for sure uh, well I guess moving into next week <laughs> will be um fun and interesting we all we're both booked we're both busy we got a lot going on but I think it's exciting you know we're walking uphill walking up that mountain and seeing what's on that other side so yeah for we're sure. watering the grass that's going to be greener <laughs> I like that. Bars, bars, bars. <laughs> Claim it. Claim it. Uh, yeah. Uh so that that that's that's been my thing. I'm looking forward to on the other side taking a break. Um, yeah, not even really a break because everything else that happens 
uh, I guess it'll just be a transition mm-hmm. um, from one thing into the next, which mm-hmm. is life in general. Transitions yeah. from one thing into the next. Yes. Yes. I was, thinking, I was thinking about that today. I'm like, you can't just like, it never just stops. <laughs> like that's the part that's sad, but it's like, <laughs> it's sad, but it's challenging. Like, all right, figure it out. You got to strategize. Like, but it's like, you know, I'm going to take what time I can take to, to, you know, as I transition and understanding those points to where, yeah, it's okay to stop and feel it out before you head into that next chapter. So I'm looking forward to it for you because I know it's not only, What's the word? I wouldn't say mentally draining. I know it's probably ment- mentally draining at times, but more so physically draining. So I'm looking forward to your body having that rest. Yes. <laughs> oh, I just got a massager. <gasps> I'm like, I never buy stuff for myself. I'll look at things like a hundred times and keep things in my cart for like five years, but I'll never buy them. Yeah. But I finally got one of those massage guns and I'm like, yes. I busted it open yesterday and it's like, make sure to charge it for at least six hours. I'm like, why oh, <laughs> So yeah. today, Day, I'm going to massage this body as long and as much as as possible before I go to bed. So I'm looking yes. forward to that. So you know, I I encourage everyone to to have little self care. Find find means of self care. <laughs> you know? okay. And I didn't think like I was so happy yesterday driving home because I was at Costco. And you know, when you're walking through Costco, you let the thing speak to you. It's like Target. Like you go in there and you. Know, <laughs> you have time. So like, even if you don't have time, you make time. And so I finally, it was, it was sent from the gods. I was just like, I walked <laughs> upon it. I was like, this is my time. It's cheaper than Amazon. I'm gonna go ahead and just get it. So I'm excited to use my massage tonight. Yes. And it's Those not things are a- life-saving. <laughs> And it's not uh, a massager from Brookstone. <laughs> <laughs> if you okay. know, you know, <laughs> yes. it's an actual massage. Um, uh no saved me like literally saved me through my rehearsal like period uh because i just come home and just like go to work on my muscles uh mm-hmm. and then like be like jelly going into bed later like oh yeah like fully yeah fully released looking forward to it yes well awesome uh yeah i don't I guess the thing I I didn't really connect to anything outside this week because I really haven't been on my phone. Yeah, same. Um, same. Know? That's probably why, you know, we're just like, so <laughs> <You know? laughs> we haven't been no on idea. it. But yeah, yeah, me neither. I haven't really, I really just kind of dropped Facebook. Like it was just, I don't know. So I kind of stick with Instagram as I usually do but I just I haven't been on that as much and I haven't been on Facebook like at all and I just been keeping up really and but it's not like it's like it's sad like I'm exhausted and you know it's just you know I'm just focused on what I'm doing in this moment without getting too consumed I'm just trying to finish things and finish projects or you know just stay as focused as possible and get some things done so it's not weighing so heavy so I haven't really been on social media either but yeah Maybe yeah, next to like week. <laughs> know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. maybe next week. Uh, I mean, I do know um, our homie Daniel Spalding got to. Uh, oh yes, I wanted to shout out Daniel. Okay, boom, for go, sure. go. No, you go, go, you go, you go. Oh uh, well, I mean, uh, the, 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 yeah, uh, his keynote, mm-hmm. uh, key, keynote there at um, University of Idaho. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
an Don't. Indigenous Peoples Day. He was on the news as well. I yes. think they were two different things. Some two, yes, two different they were. Um, speaking engagements. But yes, exactly. So I had a a virtual interview released. That was really awesome. Doing like mm-hmm. an amazing profile on him and also just his engagement with uh, KIYE. They're on our Nest Purse Reservation. We had uh, a little um, a little shot as well. I don't with, know if you've seen the whole video. I, yet, but I <laughs> did. I said, come on. All right, come on. Like, we can little get QTP, your favorite podcasters, you know. You know. I said, come on. Look at us. Didn't even like <laughs> Yeah, I literally like gasped when I saw that I shot. Know, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Am I watching the video switch? Like, <laughs> right. But, Which I wonder if he like, he had to. Uh, or... He had to submit the, the Thank photos. you. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. I was like, he had to have submitted it. Um, yeah, just shout out to him for representation, like for everything he's he's doing and what he has going on. It's been awesome to witness, you know, Daniel's journey. And if you don't know Daniel, he is the voice of the Mimi Poo. You can find him at Daniel Spalding on Instagram. You can follow his own podcast and radio show, The Conversation with Daniel, or you can listen to him on KIYE if you're local. So um, shout out to Daniel. Big, big shout out to Daniel. This is us giving you your flowers. You know, lattes, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so uh i and then i so for all of like indigenous people's day basically was, uh i i didn't really get to see the other things that were happening uh because like myself i was like disconnected that day so that's that's the main one that stood out to me uh you know because it's right there within our circle uh yeah i'm sure a lot of great things happened uh elsewhere uh, yeah, just like we were talking about, it's like because we were so disconnected this week. It's like I I, I didn't even see like anything else. Yeah, um, I, I haven't really been scrolling, so sorry, y'all. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of have to get your tea elsewhere, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah. So, anyways, shout out uh, to Daniel and uh, to all those other amazing change makers out there. I'm sure you're out there. Uh, doing the dang thing and uh, glad to be a part of it in the ways that we can yep and on that note everyone have a great week go out and be change makers yourself wishing you nothing but the best from QTP and we'll hopefully hear no not hear back from you because you gotta get talking but hopefully you hear back from us next week does that make sense I don't know just end the show (laughs) perfect Thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shoutouts to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there. Know that you're a boss and drink plenty of water. Kotskiya pihechnu. See you next time.